You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Action! Shoot three. Pow! Utah. Go Bears to the rim. He catches in reverse jam. Jazz. Kicks to Ingles, right corner three. That's Happy Valley. Basketball. Go Bears and power turns and packs it. This is Utah Jazz basketball. Are you kidding me, Donovan Mitchell? Are you kidding me? On the Jazz Radio Network. Pick and roll. Conley lobs it high. Go Bears. Slam dunk. Cross court. Conley. Open three. Good. Utah Jazz basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus in Murray. And Lexus of Linden by Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. Class, three ball, Donovan Mitchell. Now, live from Vivint Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City, Utah, here's the voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, with the legend Ron Boone on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Hello. How are you? Welcome to preseason game number three. The Utah Jazz are at the Staples Center in LA. Currently on the floor warming up, as are the LA Clippers without a fan in the stands. Ron Boone and I are in Vivint Arena as we get ready for this one. So should be game number three of the preseason. Ron Boone, what have you seen so far from the Jazz? Well, we got a pretty big screen don't we yeah we got we got a nice size screen that got some plexiglass in front of us to get to that screen and my plexiglass i'm going to have to bring some cleaner yeah we are what i'm seeing with with the jazz now david i i, I think is, is a team that's and you can tell they played together last year uh they're doing a lot of things well uh quinn's still a little concerned about timing uh he's concerned about execution you know those type of things that uh that you usually get after a couple of weeks of, of uh, training camp and then two or three games into preseason. they got a short window right now, so there's a lot of kinks to be worked out. So this is a short, short preseason. This is the last game out. Like, you've got to probably run your guys full three, three quarters, maybe more tonight, right? Well, yeah, you can expect to see Royce O'Neal see some time on the floor tonight, even though he hasn't uh, been, well, he hasn't had well, any, he hasn't minutes, had a chance play, any right? minutes. And so, you know, just to try to get him uh, and, and some other guys, some playing time against some opponents rather than just playing against each other. Uh, we might see the rotation tighten up just a little bit uh, with Quinn, but uh, it, it, this short window just puts a, a wrinkle into things. You know, you go, you start the season off with a, with a game plan, with a practice plan, and then you have to deviate from it uh, sometimes because of, uh, you know, un- there's things that just happen. You know, you just have to deviate from it. And that is probably going to be the story of the season, right? That's yeah. exactly yeah. your point. The Clippers are were great. We seem to have forgotten that because of their bubble disaster. And they are way better. They they upgraded Luke Kennard's better than Landry Shamit. Serge Ibaka's better than Montrez Harrell. They are loaded. And they seem to be running everyone out tonight other than Ibaka uh, will not play. And Morris will not play due to a knee injury. Jazz without... 
Udoka. We'll give you the coaches' show coming up, the starting lineups and the shoot-around report, as we do every night before the Jazz tip it off in Los Angeles. This has been What's on Tap, brought to you by Miller. Grab the original light beer. Miller on the Jazz Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, check, check, one, two. Let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Time now for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show, brought to you by Fanatics. And, Coach, if we go back to preseason game number two, I know going in, you had a real session with the guys about defense. How did you feel they defended in game two compared to game one? Um, much better uh, from the tip. And, you know, in some ways it was good that we were a little bit dry offensively early because we got to feel – you know, a stretch in, in a game where your your defense keeps you in the game. And then obviously in the third quarter, you know, we, we went on a run. And I think that's something this team is capable of doing, you know, scoring in bunches. And that becomes impactful, you know, when you're guarded. The thing that jumps out about that third quarter run was I think the shots t- were taken with about four seconds, six seconds, four seconds, and seven seconds expired on the shot clock. They were all early shots. What precipitated that to get to those early shots? Well, I think after, you know, the 31 threes in the first half, the the game before Phoenix really, you know, they stopped crashing the glass in the same way they were in game one. They had a bunch of offensive rebounds in the first quarter in in the first game. And we didn't run as hard, um, you know, collectively in the first half. And, And I think our guys really made that a point of emphasis. Um, you know, and you, you saw him get out. And, and the other thing is when you run like that, you're able to pass the ball ahead. And, you know, that pass goes faster than anyone can drill. So that, that's where you get those early, you know, early clock shots. And, you know, credit to our guys that are ready to take them. You mentioned uh, the pace. League average pace of play is about five or six possessions faster in the preseason than the regular season. You hear a lot of teams talk about, like, we're going to play faster. It it doesn't usually correlate to the regular season. Why is that? I think probably defenses. You know, there's a lot of teams that, um, you know, are being measured about who they play and how many minutes. Um, so there isn't the same connectivity. And I, and I think some of the younger players, you know, are full of energy and, and young legs, and, and they get out and run. So... You know, I've, I've, as you know, never been someone that believes in pace for, for its own sake. I think it's um, it's something that, that gets dictated by your players. And, you know, in our case right now, because we shoot the ball well, um, it makes sense for us to try to get up the floor more. But I think you're right. As the regular season progresses, you know, one of the things that happens is people start to scout. And they're able to, to find those spots that are important for you um, to get the ball off the court, the court quickly, you know, and to get some of those those early shots. There's a balance in my mind, and this is something that you know that we're trying to get our arms around. You know, we've we've moved the ball so well, and we've been comfortable at times, especially um, you know a few years ago. You know, your team and your style of play, you know, Morris and adapts and. You know, that's, I think, part of what, what happened in the bubble for us. But, you know, ball movement doesn't equate to pace, you know, because by definition, if you 
one pass and a shot, you know, is pace. Um, but it's one pass, you know. So I think oftentimes, you know, we mistake pace for good offense, and we want to do both. You know, we want to be able to run, get the ball up the floor, and take open shots. Uh, I thought against Phoenix, if we didn't get something early, we forced a little bit. You know, and that's that's when the ball's really got to move. Coach, thanks a lot. Best of luck tonight against the Clippers. Thanks, Lockers. That is the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show, brought to you by Fanatics. For the authentic Utah Jazz player gear, including jerseys, shorts, warm-ups, and more, visit fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazzgu. That's fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazzgu. Shoot around report, starting lineup, all next on the Jazz Radio Network. Time now for our starting lineups. Let's start with the Utah Jazz. 44-28 and 28 last year, 10th best differential in the league, 10th best offense, 11th best defense under head coach Quinn Snyder. Here are tonight's starters. And now, the Zions Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at point guard. Feet set, ball wet, splash for Mike Conley. At shooting guard. Fakes the pass, penetrates, rises, right hand cock and hammer. Donovan Mitchell. At small forward. Bogdanovich straight down the barrel three. Swish and a huge fist pump the other way by Boyan Bogdanovich. At power forward. Neal takes a hard right hand drive to the rack. Off balance, puts it in and flexes. And at center. Top catch. Goes up in traffic and hammers. Oh, Rudy Gobert, wee-wee. Zion's bang. Those are the Jazz starters. Donovan led him in scoring last year at 24 points. Boyan Bogdanovich averaged 20. Rudy Gobert was the leading rebounder at 14, and Joe Ingles had five assists a game. 41% shooting from Boyan from three led the team. The L.A. Clippers have a new head coach. His name is Tyrone Liu. He led the Cleveland Cavaliers to their championship. Clippers last year were certainly good. 49 and 23, second best offense and the fifth best defense in the NBA. Here are their starters tonight. The Los Angeles Clippers. He's going to attack with a full head of steam down the right alley. Kick it out, Leonard. Three ball is good. Kawhi Leonard heating up in Staples Center. Three seconds to shoot. Leonard, couple of dribbles, pull up just inside the arc. He's got that one as well. Kawhi Leonard is on fire in the second quarter. George, couple of jab steps, drives right, pulls it up. 15 feet is good. Paul George with a big time shot to silence his former crowd. Lou Williams gets a screen from Harold to his right, crossover to his left, couple of dribbles. Pull-up jumper from 18 feet is good from Lou Williams. Those are the L.A. Clippers. Nicholas Batum acquired in the offseason. They add that to Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Patrick Beverly, and Zubak. Plus, they added Serge Ibaka, who's unlikely to play, and Luke Kennard. Last year, Kawhi Leonard led them at 27 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists a game. Paul George averaged 22 points, along with 6 rebounds and 4 assists, while taking 8 threes a night and hitting 41% on those 8 threes. Jazz and the Clippers coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. For 50 years, he's been in the game. With that knowledge and expertise, he gives you the inside story with your exclusive shoot-around report. It's Ron Boone. Shoot-around report with Ron Boone every night, the item of this show that you have to hear. So, like, if you happen to be one of these guys who likes Craig Bullerjack and Thurl Bailey on TV, we get it. We like him, too. But you have to listen to us for the shoot-around report because Ron Boone gives you inside scoop from the coaches about what's coming up in the game. What do you got for us, Ron? Well, there, there's a couple of things here, and, and I think one of very important here because I, I thought the first two 
uh, preseason games, the Jazz were concentrating on defense. They always want to do that, but it wasn't necessarily individual defense. It was more team defense and trying to get think guys on the same page, timing, execution, that type of thing. Uh, tonight is a little more toward individual defense and how you want to defend certain guys. And obviously, the star of the team with Kawhi Leonard, uh, they're going to work on forcing him to his left. Lou Williams, they want to make sure they force him to his right. Uh, why? Because they're so deadly going to that area. Now, Kawhi Leonard is more of a mid-range player. Uh, and he's at, what, 45% of his shots come from, from the mid-range. So that's uh, something different than what we, what we saw against, you know, maybe against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, when you're trying to protect the three-point line. you got to protect the mid-range with Kawhi Leonard. All right, we'll keep an eye on both those things. Ron Boone, one other thing to keep an eye on tonight, watch the rotations. The Jazz, for the first time, have some individuals who they could bring into a game as a defensive stopper. Mm -hmm. Shaq Harrison will play for the first time. Mia Oni has shown them that he could be a defensive stopper. Watch to see whether or not maybe Juwan Morgan as a defensive player if they need to. Watch and see if they break their regular rotation to play some of these other guys in minutes where they need those matchups tonight. We'll look at that as well. The Jazz and the LA Clippers, the third and final preseason game coming to you from Los Angeles. Ron and I here in Salt Lake City will be bringing to the action as the Jazz get ready to face their Western Conference foe, LA Clippers, next on the Jazz Radio Network. In preseason game number one, the Utah Jazz went on a three-point shooting barrage. Clark, Boy, he's that. on the near sideline. He'll step into a three off the bounce and hit. Morgan will take the three from the high angle right and hit it. Cross-court pass, Bogdanovich open for three. Got it. In game two, it was a defensive first half followed by a hard, quick hit in the third quarter that blew the night open. Back to Conley. Catch and shoot off balance. Three and he got it. Makes the pass, penetrates, rises. Right hand, cock and hammer. Donovan Mitchell. Tonight, the Jazz get their final test of the preseason before the games count in Los Angeles against the Clippers, Kawhi and PG. I just back Leonard, lost Derek White and converts in the lane. Kawhi Leonard is unstoppable. From the Staples Center, it's the Jazz and the Clippers. Tip-off is now. David, I, I really think the thing to look for tonight is, is we're going to start looking at defense. The Jazz only have a few days to get ready uh, for for the start of the season. So I think the defense and defensive rotations, the timing on things, how they trap or if they're going to double a couple of guys and how they recover out of it, something very, very important, I think, for this team with such a great offense that they have going into the season. All right, let's see what the Jazz can do. I think people have forgotten how good the Clippers are. Uh, I mean, this team was the second-best offensive team and the fifth-best defensive team in the league last year. Here's Batum. Had a disappointing last few years in Charlotte. Goes left wing over to, to Morris. Back up to Batum right side where it says Staples Center. Guarded by Bogdanovich. And a three for Paul George is no good. Long rebound comes down to Rudy wearing bright yellow shoes tonight. Clippers fourth in the league in, in points per game at 116. So they can put some points on the board. Bogdanovich far right. Hop to Donovan. Takes a left-hand dribble in the mid-range, bounces to Rudy, but it's at 15 feet. It gets knocked away and stolen. Here comes the Clippers. Paul George with a new hairdo. Five throws a bad pass over the outstretched left arm of Subak and out of bounds. Paul George wearing the braids. Haven't seen that look from him before. Jazz starting Royce O'Neal, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert. Conley. 
Improved greatly in the bubble, even late in February. Swings left side to Donovan, jabs left, goes right, kicks back out to Mike, straight down the barrel, high arcing three is short. Offensive rebound, bounces to Rudy at the free throw line, gives to Donovan, in and out dribble, kick to O'Neal, rotates to Bogdanovich, one dribble settles himself, fires the three and a swish for Boyan Bogdanovich. Boy, that extra pass, everyone is, is dialed into with this team. Here's Kawhi, loves the mid-range, steps behind for a three behind Zubak and misses. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. Interesting to watch with the Clippers is what they do with pick and roll tonight, Ron, because last year their number one pick and roll as a beautiful play by the Jazz gets it down to Bogdanovich for the layup. Clippers' number one pick and roll last year was Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. He's gone. Their best pick and roll was Kawhi with Montrez Harrell. So who do they run their pick and rolls with? Paul George, left side over to Patrick Beverly, fires the three, the 40% three-point shooter hits it for the Clippers. 39 last year to be exact, 40 the year before. It's funny, funny. you just don't look at him as a three-point shooter, but he gets so many open looks because of that. 39% is awfully good. He's got the defensive assignment on Donovan, comes off a Gobert pick, does Donovan. In the lane, puts it up high off the glass, no good, rebounds tapped around and in by Rudy Gobert. 7-3 Utah, 9 four rebounds for Rudy already? He was a beast the other night. Wow, yeah. Paul George, right elbow, holding the left pivot foot with Donovan pressuring. He retreats out with a dribble, lobs it into Kawhi, mid-block right, turnaround jumper to the baseline is good for Kawhi Leonard. Awfully tough shot. 27 points a game for Kawhi last year. Seven. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, both shoot that fadeaway over the left shoulder, awfully it's an awfully tough shot to make. Oh, Mike Conley with a nifty move off Rudy Gobert. Pulls up for a three. He came off what looked like a double stagger with the left hand from the right wing, but then curled right back around. Rudy flipped the pick, and Mike Conley was wide open for the three. That's a nice little wrinkle. The well, that's, some, that's why sometimes you let the guy fight over the screen. Let him fight over, and then you reverse your dribble. Back out Beverly. Right side three is good. It's a 10-8 game. Well, both teams shooting it well here early. Right side, Bogdanovich. Top to Gobert, left wing, Conley. Top, Boyan. Rudy waits to set the pick. They'll run the pick and roll. He's got the right-hand dribble, hangs in the pocket, wraps a pass around outside, turns it over. That was Bogdanovich's weakness last year, the Jazz weakness as a whole. They were 24th in the league at taking care of the ball, and Boyan on the pick and roll was a high turnover percentage for the Jazz to deal with. We'll see whether the Jazz, with all their ball handlers, might do that a little less. You get boy on his touches in other spots, but they run that flow, Ron, and sometimes it can't, it's not static. You're not going to choose who gets the pick and roll where. Zubox, deep in the post on Gobert, tries to work it around, and he does, but a travel first, and the big man in the middle, Rudy Gobert, the two-time defensive player of the year, with an impact right away down low. Extra step, shuffle of your feet, just anything to separate yourself from Rudy. Rudy's become a very good on-ball defender uh, you know, now. Conley in the post, head bobs, throws a pass, gets deflected. O'Neal runs it down the corner, puts his backside into Leonard to create some space, tries to drive on the other great defensive player in this game. He's going nowhere. Retreats all the way out to the half line, back to Boyan. Picked up by Batum. A high pick and roll to the left with an off balance, one foot three, no good, but Conley runs down the loose ball, fresh 14 for the Jazz. Donovan on the right side, guarded by Paul George. Rudy comes to set the pick. The left-hand dribble into the paint, fakes the pass, lobs to Rudy. It's deflected in a turnover. Coming up to the front court is Paul George. He bounces it right to Royce O'Neal, who still plays for the Jazz, so that's a turnover. On the run, Boyan. Feet set, ball short. 
Rebound comes down to the Clippers. And Paul George comes to the front court. Boyan reaches out and fouls him to stop the action. Ronnie, all right with that three? Because there was somebody sitting right under the rim for a layup. Or, you know, <laughs> you did. You you uh, knew what my mind, where my mind was going with that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I don't have a problem with it, knowing that that's what they want to. You know, that's what they want to do. But it's just so hard passing up a layup. You know what I mean? And especially when it doesn't go in. <laughs> that's the real story right there. Ten eight. <clears throat> Be fun to watch the Jazz substitution patterns. Here's the first one. Favors and Ingles checking together. This is the regular rotation the Jazz are going to run this year. They started the five that they expect to start this year. And at the five-minute mark, we now see Ingles and Favors come in together. Conley and Gobert go out. And we talked about this in the last broadcast. Rudy playing three stints to be able to allow the Jazz to play Favors and Gobert together at times. And immediately with Gobert out of the game, the Jazz go to what looked like a zone. It, it was, was porous, zone, yes. and they go right to the rim. Zubak dunks it. Jazz come into their flow. Favors top of the key with yellow Don. One shoes. He gives to Ingles. Back over to Favors for the free throw line. Jumper no good. Derek hits that at about 40% of the time. So not the most efficient of shots. What? Right side Beverly comes off a double stagger. Right to left with a low left-hand dribble. Switches back to his right. Puts up a floater and scores it. You like the idea of Derek playing with Joe Ingles. Donovan drives into the body of the defender. No calls. They collide. Kick out to O'Neal. Wide open three. No good. Loose ball. Rebound. Out of bounds. Off the Clippers. Both teams shooting it well early. 12-10 is the score. Clippers lead it. Time out of the floor. 6.51 left here on the first quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. There's a lot of little things that, that are going on that you're trying to figure out, whether it be the buses. Most things are organized and assigned. You know, we tested this morning. You're not eating together, so there's, there isn't, you know, a training meal. Everything's boxed. You're taking it up to your room. We didn't have an opportunity for a shoot around this morning. I'm not sure if we would have shot, you know, either, but a lot of those opportunities that guys get to come in and shoot and find their rhythm. So those are a few things that, you know, that are different. And as you can imagine, there's many more. Sounds like a lot of things are very, very different this year for everyone. As Donovan fires a three in the left corner. May have turned his ankle as he came down, but he hits the shot. The Jazz go up 13-12. Ron, talking to some of the coaches that are in L.A. with the Jazz today, they said that literally as a pass over the head of Paul George goes out of bounds. They didn't see another guest in the entire hotel the whole time they were there. They were at the Beverly Wilshire, mm -hmm. and those are separated. They said maybe they're on the other half. But you, we've stayed in that hotel. It's usually bustling. Um, I had some very beautiful women who seemed very interested in me until I realized they were trying to make, you know, oh, that was a different story. <laughs> <laughs> so it's usually a place that's bustling with excitement. The idea that it's just quiet and no one there is, is quite something. 15-12 as Bogdanovich hits a right side jumper. Yep. Traveling is a lot different this year. I mean, you, 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 you heard Quinn say box lunches, box food. I mean, it's... Well, they have designated restaurants in every city as Royce O'Neal reaches in and a foul called on uh, Royce O'Neal's Kawhi Leonard swung through. They have designated uh, dining restaurants that the league has to provide food at the hotel for the teams. So you can get room service or any of those four restaurants that are available. 
Kawhi Leonard, left wing, ball fakes. Back this up is top. His own. Driving in his own. Richard, uh, Reggie Jackson, and Derek Favors comes out and blocks the shot. Left wing to Donovan. Bright orange shoes for Donovan tonight with black on the backside, orange on the front. Zubak is guarding him on a mismatch. Donovan rocks it behind the back. Beautiful crossover. Step back three for Don. Too hard off the handle. Long rebound out to the corners. Grabbed by Reggie Jackson. Acquired last year midseason by the Clippers. Was in Detroit prior. Here's Paul George. Playoff not so P. Left corner Batum. Guarded tightly by Donovan. Back up to Paul George. George works the right side of the floor off a Zubak pick with a high right into the body of Faves. And he finishes and Faves reaches in and fouls. 15-14 the score now. Jazz by one. Sounds like a different world for everyone. The players have to get tested. You heard Quinn say we didn't shoot around. Not sure if we were shooting around. The players have to get tested every day. And I don't, I, if I understand from reading, I, I tried to read the entire uh, NBA book. Yeah, good, good luck with that. 154 pages. I have a theory on why I've read it. I'll, I'll share with you. Um, I, I'll share publicly if I want to. But um, my understanding is they all have to test negative before they can take the floor to shoot around. So that's, that you have a real delay in time to be able to get, if it's not all your rapid response tests. Ingles drives, left-hander all the way to the basket and scores at 17-15 Utah. Yeah, they, they tested this morning. Um, as Ken said you know, on his first pregame show there, everything was fine. Paul George, crossover dribble, cross court, and reaching foul on Bogdanovich. That was Terrence Mann, not the actor. Field of Dreams reference right there. You ever see Field of Dreams, Ron? Uh, yes, I did. As a Terrence fact. Mann was the... James Earl Jones' character was named Terrence Smith. Oh, boy, how about that? How's I that for a little reference? Ben Russell, who's our engineer who basically lived Field of Dreams, traveling across the world, uh, or the United States, like, in a van, um, should know Terrence. Should have watched Field of Dreams, like, every few weeks on that trip. In the lane is Jackson, tries another floater, misses. He's one for three on that shot now. Offensive rebound, Zubak powers up and jams. Donovan Mitchell comes to the front court wearing tape on his left wrist, which I don't remember seeing before. And we have a foul down low as Boyan tries to post up and a foul on Jackson. Zubak just collected himself, waited, and came up hard. He had favors on his outside shoulder. Ingles was not much of resistance on the inside. We're tied at 17. Clippers so you have, think the Clippers are going to be that good I this think they're going to huh? be great. Yeah. I think they could be the number one seed in the West. I think they have to have the shooters in order to be good. Not, well, I'm not they've so got sure a 40% shooter in George, a 39 in Beverly. Luke Kennard's quite a shooter, just checked in. The Clippers, white uniform, wearing number five. Bounce pass to the corner, gets to Clarkson, guarded by Kennard. Ball fakes in the lane, gets caught, and Clarkson turns it over. Nice defense by Kennard. I think Kennard's a better shooter. Serge Ibaka is a fabulous shooter as a big man. So Kennard well, played I don't Duke. see it yet. I, I, Average 15 points and 8 rebounds. Excuse me, 16 points, 4 rebounds and 4 assists a game at Detroit last year. Comes off the pick. Weaves underneath to the left hand. Gets to the mid-range. Ingles reaches in, knocks it away. Kennard recovers. Zubak mid-block right but guarded by... 
Gobert now. So Gobert and Favors on the floor together as Gobert comes back in the game. And a 24-second shot clock violation. So we're seeing the same rotation, Ron, we saw the other night. The Jazz playing Favors and Gobert together for the final three or four minutes of the half. Something similar to before Derek Favors went to New Orleans, correct? Yep, well, they start, they're you know, just doing it at the end of quarters. Clippers turn it over after a dot of a miss. Ingles walks into a three, he's short. Joe has not found his range entirely yet in the preseason. Uh, I wish he would, wouldn't pass up shots. Zubak inside, tries to lob it over. Gobert, it's blocked by Rudy. Two-time defensive player of the year with the play there. Jazz on the run, prancing to the front court is Clarkson. With a right-hand dribble off of Gobert, pick and a foul on man fighting through the Gobert pick. Wow, Rudy is just terrific. Bro. You just, there's nothing, I guess that gets a block shot in the box score, but then he draws the foul on the other end to work them toward the, get them to the penalty, and now the Jazz should be in the bonus here shortly. These are just little things he does in every game. It's not a surprise that no matter who's been on the floor with him in his career, the Jazz are plus, majorly plus when Rudy's on the floor no matter what. Timeout on the floor, tied at 17, 321 left here in the first on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. I'm good. You know, I've been working hard, you know, all season, and, you know, get back. So, you know, physically, I feel good. I'm just ready to play basketball, really. Uh, just basically, you know, go out there, help the team out any way I can. I think, I mean, we have a very competitive uh, group. I mean, it's exciting to see, you know, the guys sharing the ball, you know, the amount of threes that we're getting, you know, getting to the basket. Picking up on defense, you know, is going to be key for us. So I think, you know, just seeing the way everybody came out, I mean, it was exciting. Out of the timeout, Royce O'Neal talking there. Good to have Royce back. He got the start today. Jazz run a nifty play out of the timeout, and it hits for a three on the left side for Jordan Clarkson. And for the first time, we see Shaq Harrison, six foot four, guard. He's playing along with Conley, Clarkson, and Ingles. So the Jazz are going small instead of George Niang here. They bring in Shaq Harrison, and he'll have some defensive assignments. Played in Chicago last year, Phoenix before that. And working the right side is, is Clarkson. He's fouled by Mann. So Mann playing tonight in what would probably be Morris or Ibaka minutes, maybe, but maybe not. And also... Cobb and Gelly on the floor for the first time. So they're a little deep, playing a little deeper than they would regularly. Clarkson pops out right side, gets a nice screen from Rudy. Jazz are running some new sets on that, leaving for good looks with this one to miss. Ron, that's, they're running almost pick and rolls before they get the ball, right? So Clarkson's coming off of Rudy picking it open for that three. We saw Conley step behind one the other night here, using Rudy in a different way for these screens. Uh, and, and that's what I've always said, that, that Quinn does such a great job of finding ways to, to use Rudy to get shots for his teammates or using teammates in order to get Rudy attempts at the, at the rim. I mean, that takes a lot of uh, work at night, you know, figuring out stuff like that. So the Jazz... Lou Williams in the lineup being fouled by Harrison, makes the first free throw. Harrison played his college ball at Tulsa, grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. He got hot last year for Chicago at the end of the year, but they didn't re-sign him with the new management. 
He's always been known as a high-energy defensive player, a little overly energetic maybe on the offensive side and not a particularly good shooter. Has 139 games in his career. Great body, 6'4", with a 6'7", wingspan. 21-20, Clippers. 2.31 left in the first. Conley comes off one of those picks we talked about from Gobert. Back out to Ingles, resets, Ingles penetrates, finds Gobert a tough spot, eight feet out. Turns with a hook shot, blocked by Cobb and Gelly. Lou Williams, left side, pull up jumper, good. Not sure what's happening, but that's the third time tonight that Joe Ingles has gotten Rudy Gobert the ball at about 12 feet, and he's not going to be very successful there, Rod. Yeah, he just doesn't have the offensive moves in order to, to um, be effective. Cobb Galley misses a dunk after Conley missed, and now the Jazz come back the other way, right to left, Conley leads it, Ingles is wide open for a trailing three, got it. Tied at 23, 142 left here in the third preseason game. Jazz beat the Suns in the first two. Jazz already with five threes here in the first quarter. Trying to take a lot of them this year. Did that in the bubble and have stayed with it. And left side, Ingles picks up a foul. Jazz have taken so far tonight 12 of their 21 shots as threes, so over 50%. But they have not taken a free throw yet, and Quinn was very clear on our coaching show the other night. We don't want threes instead of the rim. We want threes, but we don't want to forget about the rim. Our stat of the game out of threes in compared to shots taken, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com, driven by you. Kind of a funny scene here. We're calling the game in Vivint Arena off the big screen. While there are some people shooting hoops on the jazz floor right now, and I'm finding myself out of instinct, Ron, going down to the action on the floor. Yeah, that's uh, Greg Miller down. He has a group of kids. Well, that is Greg Miller. Down there on the floor. The sale is complete today, approved by the Board of Governors. Ryan and Ashley Smith are the new owners of the Utah Jazz. 25-23, 122 left. Are we going to see more of this this year? Well, we might. This is quite a zone. It's a 6-9 Paul George and a 6-8 Nicholas Batum at the top. Clarkson will catch and shoot a three off it and miss. Rebound comes down to the Clippers. Here comes Paul George to the front court. Picked up by Harrison. Rolls off a pick to his left. Harrison fights through the pick nicely, stays with him. He'll go back the other way. Harrison tries to fight through that. Now Gobert's out on him. A mid-range fader for George is good. Paul George with an early five points. Patrick Beverly leads the Clippers with eight. It's 27-23. Clippers on a 10-3 run. Ingles beats his man through the lane, gives it to Gobert, and he's fouled on a big step to the basket. Newskin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Newskin, discover. The best you. 27-23. Jazz down by four. Clippers are without Ibaka, without Morris. Maybe Patrick Patterson is a rotation player tonight. The Jazz have their regular rotation going so far. And interestingly, Ron, we are seeing Shaq Harrison instead of George Niang. Yeah, this is what Quinn was saying before the ball game that he wanted to get Harrison some playing time, get him out there on the floor, uh, and use his defense. I mean, they definitely want to see if he's going to be able to help the, 
help this basketball team. Obviously, they know George. They know what he can do. But uh, Harrison is the one they're, they're interested in seeing, you know, how he's going to help this team. It also meant that Gobert and Favors were only on the floor together for about a minute. But right now, if Derek Favors is on the floor, he either would have to guard Nicholas Batum or Paul George. There are just going to be nights where that doesn't work to have him play power forward. Both free throws from Rudy are good. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union, America First. Visit AmericaFirst.com for details. Paul George, left elbow, left shoulder into Harrison. Spins to the middle, shot up and off. Rebound to Ingles. Joe brings the left-hand dribble to the front court, switches to his right, crosses the half line, rolls off Gobert. Underhand scoops to Clarkson. Clarkson, who played on this court for the Lakers for many years, kicks to Conley. Into the corner to Harrison. Hard drive, hangs in the air, bounces back to Clarkson. Clarkson will take one dribble to his left with seven on the shot clock, fire the three and in. 17 seconds left in the quarter in the Mountain America three-pointer. Jordan Clarkson puts the Jazz back up by one, 28-27. George working on Ingles, and Joe just doesn't move his feet, picks up a foul up top. That'll be free throws for Paul George from 32 feet away. That's giving away two right there. Uh, watching Quinn Snyder call out a play on the screen reminds us of all the time in practice we used to get to watch Quinn with bull, horns, whatever the play call, that's what the play call coming up here is. Buffalo. He might have actually, called, I think he called a little Buffalo, Ron. Yeah, he had a lot of names for and where they came from. We used to sit, Ron and I used to sit there and like challenge each other to see if we could like, when he called a play, if we'd remember it. I, I came to the conclusion I could never have played for Quinn Snyder. Well, you just try to remember who the play is for, <laughs> you know. And when they call a play like 1-5, five, then you know it's going to involve the point guard in the center. Conley gets off a three, very similar to the runner that ended last year's season with the same result, but this one wasn't nearly as close. Paul George did make both those free throws after garnering that foul. The Clippers lead it 29-28 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. The analytics right here tells us a little bit about what's happened in the first quarter of tonight's game. So here's what I've got for you. The league average offense is usually about a 110-111, right, Ron? Yes. Jazz in the first, Clippers in the first quarter were a 119.7, and the Jazz were a 116. So a 120-116, both teams playing well above league average offensively in this first quarter. The Clippers leading at 29-28. Clippers shooting 59% overall, but the Jazz have hit six three-pointers, so the effective field goal percentage 64% by the Clippers, 54% by the Jazz. And the Jazz on pace for 63s in the game. They have not taken a free throw yet in tonight's game. That will be one to keep an eye on. Conley, Ingles, Clarkson, Bogdanovich, and Gobert on the floor, and a zone defense by the Clippers is deemed to be illegal. is the score. Clippers lead it. Paul Patrick Beverly had eight. Paul George had seven. Boyan had seven for the Jazz. Remember his first quarter prowess last year, Ron? Boyan was always getting that first quarter going. Joe Ingles had five points, two rebounds. Jordan Clarkson had six assists. Donovan with just three points in the first half tonight. 
Yeah, Boyan has a way of getting off to a good start, which is awfully good for the Jazz. See what before a lot of picks on the technical free throw ties the game. Here's Clarkson driving in Kennard, gets cut off, holds his pivot foot, still with the ball, forced to throw up a prayer before the shot clock expires, and he didn't. It's a turnover on the Jazz. Well, the zone stopped this dribble penetration. And Clippers are really long, Ron. I mean, they're basically playing Paul George as the point guard right now at 6'9", with Lou Williams at the two, who's small, but Toom at 6'8", and Kennard. Kennard blows by Clarkson, kicks out to the corner. Lou Williams pops behind the three-point line and hits. Clippers lead it, 32-29. Ron Boone is not seeing what I see about the Clippers. We'll see if that changes. Ingles pick and roll, gives to Gobert, tacks the basket, blocked at the rim. Nice play by Calvin Gelly. That's two blocks he's had in this ballgame. And Rudy still just getting down the floor. Paul George bumping and backing, gives out to Kennard. He'll step to a straightaway three. The Bulldog, the Blue Devil from Duke, puts it down 34-29. Rudy's moving his right knee a little bit. Like he got banged up on that, going for that dunk right there. Quinn takes a timeout. This team cannot afford to be without Rudy Gobert for any extended period of time. Does not look like it is serious, but he is definitely a little gimpy. Timeout on the floor, 10.45 left here in the second quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. The year was 1961. It was a night that began an incredible NBA record. Wilt Chamberlain began a streak of seven straight games in which he scored 50 or more points. Former Utah Jazz coach Frank Layden shares an attempt at trying to lure Chamberlain to the Jazz. Believe it or not, that after he retired, I asked him to play for the Jazz. And I said, all you have to do is play the home games. He said, you know what? I've reached that point in my life. I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt. He said, but I appreciate it. Wilt Chamberlain was a great athlete. Great athlete. Basketball was too easy for him. Chamberlain finished the 61. 162 season, averaging an all-time record 50 points per game. What a dominant player. I mean, he had moves, he had height, he had to the basket, and Frank asked him to play just the home games. He coached the San Diego Conquistadors, and he only coached the home games, didn't travel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he, everything I read about Will Chamberlain is he liked the road. Yeah. <laughs> Well, late in his career, especially coaching basketball, he just wanted to coach the home game for the San Diego Conquistadors. He would get to the game about game time, and that was it. 35-29, Clippers by six here. We're underway. In the second quarter, Gobert comes back out on the floor. Cobb Gelly's doing a nice job defending him. Cobb Gelly's out of Florida State playing for the Clippers, former number one pick for the Brooklyn Nets. Pull-up jumper, right side for Ingles. No good. Well, I've noticed that he's long, first of all. But he runs the floor. I mean, he's really running the floor very, very hard and beating Rudy down the floor right now. Subtle little trade the Jazz made back in, or the Clippers made back in 2019 to acquire him on draft night. Well, look how hard he works. Sets a nice pick here. Does Cobb Gelly Bounce pass by Williams off the knee of Gobert. Goes by Ingles right back to Williams, but they're going to rule that that's a violation on the Clippers. 35-29 right now, Clippers. Jazz have scored just a single point on a technical free throw here in the second quarter. Mike Conley, Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert on the floor. Clarkson comes up for the basketball. 
Guarded by Lou Williams, not thought of as a defensive player. They reset Gobert at the top. Very stagnant possession by the Jazz. Gobert gives to Bogdanovich. He comes off the Gobert pick. In and out dribble. We got a whistle and a foul. It's going to be on Batum holding Gobert. I got to say, Nicholas Batum looks a little more like Boris Diaw than I've ever seen him. Well, you're right about that. Wearing number 33 and some other characteristics that are Diaw-esque compared to what I remember the Batum of Portland to be like. Gobert checks out. Favors checks in. Derek has played just four minutes so far. Conley gives it up to Clarkson. Wide open three from the right is perfect. Nice play by Mike Conley bringing the defender to him in the middle of the lane. Kicking out third assist for Conley. Ninth point for Jordan. Jazz back within three. Yeah, they're backing off Rudy with the zone there in the middle of the floor defensively. Derek Favors, see if he takes the jumper. Batum driving on Bogdanovich. Fends off. Floats up the right-hander and scores it. Is he a forgotten player in the league? Well, he had, like, generally thought of one of the worst contracts in the league and was really quite awful the last two years. And last year, really, in Charlotte. The year before, he wasn't, he just wasn't the same impact. And, yeah, and to some extent, they had to stretch him as Clarkson fires another three left side. This one off the handle, favors rebounds, hands to Conley. He'll put back up another one, the left-hander, buries it from straight away. And a timeout for Tyrone Lou as the Jazz hit another three and bring it to within... Two, 37-35, as Mike Conley walks to the bench, puts his arm around Quinn Snyder for a little explanation of something. Timeout on the floor. Jazz are back within two after the Conley three on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz back within two, 37-35 in our final three-season game. We've gotten to see a little bit of Elijah Hughes out of Syracuse, the Jazz second-round draft pick. And here's what he had to say about the experience on draft night of finally making it to the NBA. With the 39th pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the New Orleans Pelicans select Elijah Hughes. He's another player that I worked with during this draft process as far as helping him in the interview. And I asked him, what was the most proudest moment of, of your life? And it wasn't making all state or going to play at Syracuse. It was when he asked his grandmother to stop smoking and it wound up saving her life. And he was able to spend many years with her. And uh, that's probably one of the better answers that I've uh, encountered in a long time. The Jazz are going to get a really high level player here. Hughes has shown the ability to get his shot off and make a bunch of plays for the Jazz in the first two preseason games. Paul George penetrates into Derek Favors, dips his shoulder into Favors and draws the foul. Derek doesn't think much of that call. Well, I don't think much of it either, you know, and, and players started getting away with this, with initiating the contract by, by lowering the shoulder into the body of players and then flopping or, but, but they're still able to get to the free throw line. It's going to be two fouls on Derek Favors. Vivint, smart security, professionally installed. Vivint. Jazz come back out on the floor with Mike Conley, Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Derek Favors. Jazz have played their a nine-man rotation tonight. Shaq Harrison got three minutes. But otherwise, it's been the primary eight guys that we're going to see all year long. And the Jazz has... Paul George goes to the line. Down 38-35. Paul George misses the free throw. Six-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, four-time All-Defensive team. Paul George another. And Tyrone Lue has them in a 2-3 zone now with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as the two. Yeah, they're, wow. They're, they're mixing it up, David. Sometimes they're in man-to-man, -man and 
Looks like maybe after free throws, they're coming down in a zone. Donovan drives the lane, runs into Kevin Gelly, and he's having a huge impact on this game. Their big seven-foot center, the nephew of Dikembe Mutombo. Left side, Leonard fires an isolation three, no good. Rebound Bogdanovich. Jazz down three, 38-35. Clarkson, who's the Jazz leading scorer tonight, gives to Bogdanovich. Through the lane to reach in foul on Paul George. When you have Nicholas Batum and you have Paul George and you have Kawhi Leonard, you can put up some long bodies at the top of the zone, and it's an interesting play here because Ty Tyrone Liu has Patrick Beverly in the game, but he's putting him out on a wing on the backside and leaving the 6'8 guys at the top. Well, and if you have the wingspan, then that really adds to the space that you want to, you know, take up. For instance, if the Jazz want to use Harrison at that spot, from what I understand, he has a 7'1 wingspan you know, at his height. So that would be uh, a tremendous point man. Clarkson flares it back up top to Donovan. Ball fakes a 30-foot three, now works on Paul George. Steps back into a toughly contested jumper, no good, but he's fouled by George as he lost his landing space, and Donovan will go to the free throw line for two. Jazz didn't take a free throw in the first quarter. Rudy took two here. Bogdanovich took the technical, and now Donovan will take four and five. This has not been a very offensive quarter, in fact. The Jazz have been outscored in the quarter 9-7, but the Jazz are two of seven shooting, and the Clippers are just three of four, but that's... Well, let's see why... George was a little upset. I didn't think there was any contact there at all. Do we have a challenge? They've put the coach's challenge yes. in full time officially today. So we do have a coach's challenge. That usually leads to a timeout as well. Siegfried and Jensen coaches challenge, but we don't seem to be going to timeout. So I'm in preseason form and very confused right here. But did TV go to timeout? Does not look like it. Usually we took the, the, you have to take a timeout for the coach's challenge. We'll take a timeout because I believe that, to, no, we're staying, TV's staying here. Give me that, Alex, again. All right, thank you. We've used both timeouts already with 724 left, so then, therefore, we have not. They're challenging this, and I think that Kevin Cutler's call is going to be overturned. Ron, I think there's no contact there. No contact there, and the contact was made by Donovan's leg, which was, was kicked out. You know, it, it, it was extended away from his body. It may have drawn the contact there with, uh, with Paul George's leg. And they're going to give him two shots. Really? Yeah. Shows what we know, huh? Yeah. No, they are not. Overturned call. Overturned. So they are not giving him two shots. 38-35. Clippers lead it. Donovan's one for six today. That would have been Paul George's third foul. Well, that's good. Good challenge by Ty Lue. Ron, I'm sure you've read all the articles about all of the drama around the Clippers last year and all the problems they had. Do you think that they can bounce back? And that just goes away with a new season? Or do you think there's lingering problems there? I don't, I, I don't think there's lingering problems unless Paul George and and, um, and Kawhi have some problems there. I heard that Paul was a little upset because he thought that Kawhi had peripheral treatment. 
Kawhi being tightly guarded by Royce O'Neal comes off a pick. Favors now tethered to him. Lobs high to Zubak over his head and off the glass. Clarkson brings it up with a blue headband. Tries to get by Beverly who grabs him and fouls him to stop the fast break. Jazz just 2 of 7 in the quarter, shooting 39% for the game. 20 of their 31 shots tonight are threes, but they're only 4 of 11 on twos. That's been the problem for the Jazz, not the three-point shooting. They're 8 of 20. Donovan working in the mid-range with a low dribble. Paul George on his back. Gives it back to Clarkson. 12 on the shot clock. Straight down the barrel. Three, no good. Rebound to Zubak. Patrick Beverly had to play in Russia for a while before making it to the NBA. Gives it up to Kawhi, now driving hard at Derek Favors. Great vertical defense by Favors in a block. Jazz on a four on three break. Clarkson trailing, Clarkson firing, Clarkson missing the three. And Batum brings it back the other way. Nicholas Batum, top to Zubak, sets up Paul George. They get slow into their half court set. George, pull up mid range jumper, good. Clippers played the eighth fastest pace of play last year despite a lot of isolation basketball from their stars. Favors top of the key. Jazz down by five. Zone defense again. Kick out Bogdanovich. Three ball right side. Good. There are teams in the league that have just decided that they're not going to let you shoot at the rim. And to do that, they allow a lot of threes. And Ty Lue might be one of them. Well, if Donovan's going to continue to get in the paint like he is, he's worried about Paul George being on his back. He might have to shoot that runner that you don't like in order to to make himself effective there in the paint. I'd far rather have him kick it out for another three. Mid-range high jumper for Donovan Mitchell's good. I'll take that over that floater. Absolutely. That was an 18-footer just in rhythm, get himself going, and the Jazz have tied this at 40. Starting five on the floor for the Clippers. Jazz have a mix as Kawhi Leonard comes left to right across the floor for a turnaround jumper and hits. 42-40 Clippers. Donovan between the circles. Donovich off of Favors pick. Deep in the paint. They reach in, knock it away. Loose ball. Favors picks it up. Clarkson slices through the lane and catches. Beverly all over. Clarkson working the right side. Beverly digging in. Knocks it out of bounds. Beverly does. Clarkson was determined to go right, wasn't he? Clarkson likes to go right. Jazz scouting report has Kawhi trying to force him to his left and Lou Williams to his right. I think Donovan Mitchell just can't worry about Paul George being on his, his backside. I think as long as he's floating maybe a little bit toward the basket. Inbound to Clarkson in the corner, fading out of bounds. He fires the three from the corner. It's no good. Leonard left wing comes off a dribble to his right hand. Bullets a pass to George. Catch and shoot three for the corner. No. Rebound Clarkson. Jordan comes out running. Can the Jazz get something in the paint? Everything's been three so far. Clarkson runs off the pick. They just drop five guys in the paint. Clarkson dribbles around and George knocks it out. Their long run, they've got great length at every position and they're just collapsing defensively under the direction of Tyrone Lue in this Zoom call today. He talked about how they have different coverages, they have different styles. This is clearly something that Ty Lue is going to have as a signature is the fact this team is not going to allow you to take shots at the rim. Are they more athletic? They're just really long. Ingles bounces to Conley, far corner. Top to O'Neal. Chest it to Donovan. Catch and shoot three with Kawhi on him, and he hit it. (laughs) 
Zubak, top to Kawhi, settles himself, shoots the three, perfect. Well, underneath the screen, Kawhi's smart enough to spot up. Driving, Donovan gets to the rim, kicks out to Conley, three ball no good. Last year, Ron, the Clippers were 25th in the NBA at allowing shots at the rim. So that is a clear focus change we're seeing here. Kawhi driving, cross-court pass to Batum, catch and shoot three, no good. He did not shoot it well last year. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. Donovan to the front court. Left side, O'Neal. Wide open three for Royce is good, and the Jazz have gained the lead 46-45 behind their three-point shooting here in the quarter. The Jazz have taken six, have taken 11 of their 16 shots in the quarters, threes, and your instinct might be, well, that's too many. But they've hit five of the 11. They're one of five on twos. Jazz have gained the lead here, and the Clippers turn it over. 46-45 Utah, 3.25 left in the quarter. Hot no, man defense, no zone. High pick and roll, Donovan walks into a three. Too hard off the handle. Rebound off Batum out of bounds. They're dropping their big Zubak in the middle of the lane. He's playing a one-man zone. He's seven feet tall. And then every other guy they have on the floor is about six, seven, and relatively long. And they are, other than Beverly, and he's long, and they are just taking away the black of the paint. Yeah, they can do that with, uh, with Rudy on the floor. I mean, they can drop that big and have, not have to worry about Rudy shooting from the perimeter. Shot clock's at eight. Ingles pops out right side. Fires a quick release three. It's not close. Rebound comes down to Zubak. Beverly to the front court. Met by Conley. Comes off the Zubak pick. Snakes underneath into his own jumper. No good. Rebound Gobert. Clippers aren't shooting it well now. Jazz lead it by one. Jazz beat the Clippers two of the three times last year, both from Salt Lake. Ingles gives to Gobert. High to the basket. Fouled by Zubak. Rudy's complaining. The official's like, I called it. I said, what else you want, huh? Rudy smiles. Rudy's the number one news story in the NBA right now with days remaining in his negotiation for an extension. And Giannis Antetokounmpo has signed with Milwaukee. So the eyes of the league are on this guy right now and whether he and the Utah Jazz can come to an agreement. Giannis. 228 million, correct? A lot of money. A lot of money. Lots of zeros there, David. Lots of, actually, it's not the zeros, it's the amount of numbers. Yeah, but those it's zeros. It's nine numbers. Those, those zeros, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the front, it's that there's nine numbers. Gobert splits the free throws. 47 45, Jazz by two. Left wing Batum. Kawhi comes across on a cross screen, catches at the elbow, now conducts. Digs his shoulder into O'Neal, comes with a right hand dribble back to the other elbow, getting to his right hand, but short with a shot. Donovan rebounds. Rudy running with Donovan. Donovan burst by Batum to the basket, but he can't finish, but he gets fouled. I thought Kawhi shot that a little early because Rudy was there. I mean, he got rid of the ball before Rudy could get it up in the air and gave Donovan a chance to go coast to coast. 47-45, Jazz by two. Ron Boone. Yes. Do you have a box score in front of you? Like, do you have the stats there? Does that? Do you have a monitor? I do. 
Did you, have you noticed that the Utah Jazz have now taken 28 three attempts in the first half of a game? I did notice that, and I did notice that they took 15 in the first quarter, and they were on pace for 60. Well, they have taken 13 of 18 in the quarter. They have taken eight of their last nine as threes. Donovan at the free throw line. Rudy was at the line a moment ago. Jazz did not take any free throws in the first quarter and have now taken six free throws in, or excuse me, seven free throws in this quarter. So that's much better. Jazz on a 14-5 run, and they lead it by four. Batum, quick release, three angle left, no good. Shot below 30% last year in Charlotte. Rebound comes to Royce. Donovan conducts traffic with the right arm pointed out. Chested over the corner. O'Neal, a catch and go to the rim. Kick to Conley. How about another three? Mike Conley from the left side. And the Jazz continue to stretch it out. Bauman from Hollywood. And they're up 52-45. A 9-0 run by the Jazz. At some point, Ron, this game... With the way the Jazz roster is built, if the league is going to do what it feels like it's doing, which is what we're seeing right now, what Milwaukee did all of last year, what Toronto and Boston did, just a not allow you to get to the rim. You have no choice but to take this many threes. It's the right answer. Well, that's the reason teams are starting to fill up with shooters. Canard three. Conley quickly the other way. He answers. Long bombs from each side, and the Jazz are up seven, 55-48. The rim is the most efficient shot in the game, and the defenses in the NBA have just decided. Zubak tries to hook it over, Gobert misses. Rebounds ricocheted around, but Toom has it. Back out to Kennard. Kennard driving. Gobert's there. He's not going to get to the rim. He travels. <laughs> Teams are just... Simply deciding, either with length or guys like Gobert, that you don't get to shoot at the rim last year. The, the Milwaukee Bucks led this trend. They allowed 29% of the shots at the rim. The league average is 35. Now everyone's trying to mimic it. Donovan, pull up mid-range jumper, no good. That's your other choice. You take mid-rangers for two or threes, and they're the same percentage shots, except for the fact that one counts for more. Batum, backdoor cut, catch, and misses a layup. Batum one for four now. Donovan comes to the front court. Picked up by the 6'8 Batum. 45 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz by seven. It's pretty interesting chess matches going on in the league, and it's leading to more and more threes. Donovan driving on Batum. Gets to the lane. Floats it up. No good. Foul on the rebound. But even there, Ron, you saw Donovan drive. And the minute he drove, who came over also? But Zubak. And all of a sudden, he's got two huge guys he's got to get through. He's fading away. He misses, but Rudy goes in for the rebound and gets fouled. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it just collapsed. You know, they're not letting him get to the rim. And Rudy could play a, a, a big role here. He got fouled because he was going for, for, for a rebound. Free throw by Rudy's no good. Rudy's been pretty good. Free throw line until tonight. Tonight he's just three for five. He's not bad. But he's been up at his 70, 80% in the first two games like he likes to be. This one's good. Jazz up 46, 56, 48. Jazz on a 17 to five run in this quarter to take the advantage and now holding to a seven point lead. Now a 21 to eight run. 
as Kawhi Leonard travels. He was trying to draw a foul. He didn't get the call and just took a few extra steps. So at the 6.09 mark of the second quarter, the Jazz, to some extent, finally said, you know what, we're going to attack. But if you're going to give us open looks, we're going to just keep taking them. And have gone on a 21-8 run since to take the lead here in L.A. Kawhi Leonard checks out with 21 seconds left in the Jazz with the ball. And Rajon Tucker checks in for the first time for the Clippers, the former Jazz man, now with dyed blonde hair, or hair that, I guess that's kind of dyed blonde, but not really. Here's Donovan, picked up by Tucker. Tucker wipes his hands on his backside. Donovan works it, splits the double team, attacks inside, hands to Gobert, dunks! Beautiful catch by Rudy, came back inside for the dunk. And the Jazz will go to halftime with a 10-point lead, 58-48. And a great third quarter by the Utah Jazz as they outscore the Clippers in the quarter, 30-19, and lead by 10 at the half. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe with you at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Halftime Show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Chick Scott, Tim Lacombe with you. It's brought to you by Mark Miller's Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer, the official uh, Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz on top of the Clippers, 58-48 to at the half. They were led by uh, Mike Conley's 12 first-half points. Donovan Mitchell had a 10, Bogdanovich with 11, Jordan Clarkson with 9. But, Tim, the big story the first half, 31 attempted three-pointers and went 13 of 31, shooting 41.9%. Incredible to get up that many threes in one half of basketball. Yeah, and it's a uh, – I, I think it's two things. It's a concerted effort. We've seen it now. This is the third preseason game, and we've seen those numbers steadily increase. So it's something the Jazz definitely are, are focusing on. Um, I love the way they're getting them tonight. The Clippers came out and played uh, quite a bit of zone with um, with their big guys at the top of the zone. And what the Jazz really have done is just kind of penetrated that thing to pass. And guys have been wide open really off one penetration and kick. As you mentioned, they made 13 threes. They attempted 31. Um, and a great number that really translates for the Jazz is 15 assists on 19 made field goals so the ball's moving well it's a little bit different because the Clippers are just hell-bent on not letting the Jazz get to the rim uh, so they'll they'll kindly oblige and shoot the three here's kind of your three-point numbers by player Mike Conley was four of seven from three in the first half he was only or he was four of eight from the field so only one two-point bucket uh, attempted Jordan Clarkson took all nine of his shots from three he was three of nine uh, Donovan Mitchell is two of four. Bogdanovich is two of five. Joe Ingles struggled a little bit from three. Was one of four. I mean, they're just letting it fly. And and if you if you take that many threes and make forty percent of them, Tim, you're not going to lose a lot of ball games. No, you're not. And th- the cool thing is they're getting them so many different ways right now. When we talk about the half court, but you better get back on defense against these guys because they've got shooters spotted up and the ball is being earlyed up. And guys, you know, we saw Conley um, late there in that second quarter, you know, in transition, uh, get a pass ahead and get a wide open feet set three, which we talked about in the open. Um, that shot 
you know, is is a godsend for the Jazz because they don't have to run a whole lot of offense, run a ton of clock. They get that right uh, right out of the shoot. So uh, definitely a point of emphasis, and, and it's definitely working for the Jazz tonight. We got our first look at Shaq Harrison, who played uh, three minutes, didn't do a whole lot, did have an assist, but good to see him out on the floor nonetheless. Yeah, we talk about a guy who, um, you know, is really a defensive specialist. He definitely got the the body to prove it. He's six four. You know, it's debatable six seven, six eight wingspan. Definitely a big, strong guy. It's nice to see him in the rotation. It was interesting. The first two guys off the bench were Ingles and Favors, um, and then um, and then Clarkson came in, and then we saw Shaquille Harrison. So. Uh, those are the guys that came off the bench. But across the board, 15 assists and only four turnovers. So the Jazz did a great job of just making decisions and playing on attack. You know, pretty nuts when you look at the Clippers. Uh, they shot 50% from the field, 17 of 35. 50% from three, six of 13, but are down 10. How often do you see that? Well, and think of the contrast just in watching the game. I mean, the Clippers really did have to work for most everything. Everything was a challenge, and Kawhi made some really tough Kawhi shots, and Paul George made some tough Paul George shots. But in just just watching the two teams play right now, the Jazz are in a better rhythm, and they're getting easier shots. Paul George had 10 points to lead the way for the Clippers, three of six shooting. Uh, Kawhi Leonard had seven points on three of eight shooting, just one of three uh, from three, Patrick Beverly uh, had eight points. Lou Williams had seven uh, coming in off the bench. And like I said, you know, they, they shot it fairly well, but they uh, turned the ball over nine times themselves. So there's a bit of a difference there, too. Yeah, this is uh, definitely a, a really clean first half by the Jazz. Um, I actually love watching the style of play. It's exciting. It's fun. Um, and I, I can't think of out of the 31 shots, you know, you really have to go back and, and really kind of comb through and say, eh, You'd have to think about, I don't really believe there was a quote-unquote bad shot. You know, Donovan took one off a ball screen, but you're going to let your superstar, you know, do that whenever he wants. So uh, great shot selection, definitely happened within the rhythm, and uh, really kind of got the Clippers back on their heels. Want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your score of the half, Jazz on top of the clips by 10, 58 to 48, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Coach Mike Wells now joining us at halftime with the Jazz League of 58 48. Coach, they have committed to not letting you get to the rim. Are you okay with this amount of threes in this shot selection? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think that um, they're a big physical team, Locke, and uh, if we slow down and try to play them in the half court, their physicality kind of has disrupted the rhythm of our offense. We get the ball up the court quickly, move it side to side, and whether the three is uh, uh, early in the possession or late in the possession, uh, it's a good look. We need to take it. When you're moving the ball up quickly, it seems to be coming up the sidelines. Is that conscious, and if so, why? Yeah, well, we want to we want to advance this uh, ball up the sideline. We work a lot on our wings running and running all the way to the corner to stretch the defense and flatten it out. If we can throw the ball up the sideline and advance it, you know, we can beat beat their defense down the court with the pass uh, quicker than we can with the dribble, and that'll that'll flatten out the defense. It'll give us those early looks. So either advancing it up the sideline or skipping it to the other sideline and taking that early looks uh, been good for us. Take this however you wish. I miss you. <laughs> Thanks, Wellesy. See you, Lock. It's Coach Mike Wells at the half. <laughs>
He didn't know how to take that. <laughs> no, he didn't. It's a little too emotional. Yeah. Ten-point Jazz advantage. We're underway here in the third quarter. Mike Conley in the top to Boyan Bogdanovich. Jazz burst out end of the second to take the advantage. Bogdanovich down low. Gobert, he's fouled. Note to our crew, I have no sound effects in my ears right now. 58-48, 11.42 left. Thanks very much. Jazz bursting out at the end of that quarter. And we always like to give you the numbers. The Jazz offense now on fire, Ron. A 123 offensive efficiency for the Jazz. And the defense, very good. For the Clippers at 102, but they turn it over here. And here comes Batum to the front court. Left side, Kawhi Leonard. They want him going to his left hand. That's where he goes. Back up top to Paul George. Driving off a Zubak pick into a mid-range hopper. No good. And Gobert snares his sixth rebound of the game. Conley's got 12, Bogdanovich 11, Donovan 10 to lead the Jazz. Jordan Clarkson with nine off the benches. Mike Conley gets to the left elbow. Pull-up jumper is no good. Jazz two-point shooting's not very good today. Their three-point shooting's been great. Yeah, but that was a great shot there. Conley usually makes those in that free-throw line jumper. Jazz are six of 17 on two-point shots. We're about 38%. They're 42% on three-point shots. 13 of 31. They took 31 in the first quarter. Leonard pops out on the left wing. Catch and shoot. Three is good. Nice play executed by the Clippers there. Tyrone Lue has taken over the Clippers. They fired Doc Rivers after losing a 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets. Bogdanovich high arcing three is good. Boyan feeling it a little bit tonight. He's got 14 points. Five of eight, three of six and three. Well, it didn't take Doc Rivers long to hook up with another team. No, he and Daryl Morey are on Reject Island, but making a lot of money on that Reject Island. We have nine new coaches this year. Is yep. that right? No, I mean, coaches that join different teams. Kawhi Leonard, turnaround mid-range jumper. No good. Rebound comes to Gobert. Kawhi's 4 of 10 today. Bogdanovich straight down the middle off a drag screen from Gobert. Chest to O'Neal. He drives into the defense, gets the ball knocked around. It rolls out to Donovan. He collects himself, calmly shoots and scores. A three from the left side, and the Jazz are up 13 on the Clippers. Jazz, Mike Wells said they're completely fine with this amount of threes, that the Clippers are big and physical and long, and the more they get into a half-court set, they're holding them up. Rudy fouling Paul George on the drive to the basket, finds himself coming up, flexing that knee again. He tweaked it a little bit earlier. Well, as long as they push the ball up the floor and they keep the defense scrambling, they get the shots that they want from the three-point line. That was a great point you, you pointed out there with them pushing the ball up the sidelines rather than down the middle of the floor. So Paul George goes to the line. The Clippers led the Denver Nuggets by seven points going into the fourth quarter of game five and got outscored 38-25 by the Nuggets. And then lost game six, 111-98, and got blown out in game four, 104-89. And Steve Ballmer made changes. Game seven, Kawhi Leonard was six of 22. Paul George was four of 16. 65-43. We know about 3-1 leads to the Nuggets. Yeah. Jazz by 11. Gobert. Fakes the pass, tries to hand off to Donovan. They blow it up. Here's the physicality Wells talked about. So let's see how the Jazz react. Gobert catches the free throw line. Cross court pass to Bogdanovich. Catches it over his forehead. Kisses it off the window and in. 
from three in the right corner. Bogdanovich touched the glass to find home. That ball was not supposed to go in from that angle off the glass. 67-53. Batum left corner. Three is good, Nicholas Batum. Batum now two of five with 5.6 rebounds. Picked up off the scrap heap as the Hornets stretched his contract to sign Gordon Hayward. He's now injured. Bogdanovich, tough pass. Donovan puts a right mitt out and catches it. Donovan played baseball. The mitt was on the other hand. Donovan lines up Paul George into a rhythm off the bounce three. Too hard off the handle. Rebound to Batum. That's the shot Donovan had in the bubble that was so electric. Top to Kawhi. Average 27 a game for the Clippers last year. He'll fire here. Never got higher in the rim. Rebound Donovan. Long outlet O'Neal at the rim. Easy layup. Kawhi didn't get back defensively. And Donovan Mitchell throws the long bomb and puts the Jazz up by 13-69-56 on the Jazz Radio Network. Wait, tough shot, got it. It's all right, you're gonna give that up all night. They wanna take contested fadeaway mid-range twos. And you don't foul them, that's good. One of the main things Vince LaGarza told us before the game today, no fouls. Donovan high pick and roll with Rudy Gobert. Lobs it to Rudy, it's knocked away by Zubak. George tries to save it, can't. The good news is there's no cameramen, there's tons of space, and he just runs through all of it without tripping over anybody. Yeah, that was too long of a pass, I think. Donovan probably would like to have that back. Donovan talked a lot in the offseason about having to become a better facilitator. He has seven assists tonight. Yeah, he's talked about his passing the last couple of years, how he wanted to become a much better passer. Conley, off a Gobert pick, snakes in the lane. Pass to the corner, deflected by Batum. Shot clock goes off simultaneously. Seven assists by Donovan. Ron, there's something to a player. You ask a player, what are you working on? What do you want to get better? I, I, I always hear the answer, everything, great. So yeah. you're doing nothing. Right. Like he, Donovan literally said, I need to become a better facilitator. I got better in the bubble. I got to continue to do that. That's someone who's watching film, looking at things, doing that as Kawhi Leonard left side hits a three, and the Clippers work their way back with an eight. Yeah, underneath the screen. You, you pick your poison. Underneath the screen, he probably shoots a three. You go over the top, he goes, he shoots a two-point. Bogdanovich penetrating, kicks to Donovan, fakes the pass. He works in the lane, runs into two big white Clipper jerseys, and then curls back around off the reverse pivot, fades back with the right-hander and hits the six-footer. 71-61, Clippers are just completely committed defensively to not letting anyone get to the rim. Under Doc Rivers, they allowed the, they were 23rd in the league at denying the rim. This year, they're trying to be better. Kawhi Leonard, left baseline, no good. Rebound, Zubak, stripped away by the Jazz. Here comes Conley on the push. Conley off an early Gobert drag. Takes the left-hand dribble in the lane. His right-hand floater is short. Rebound comes to Zubak. Outlet to Paul George. On the near side of the Staples Center floor, he lobs to Zubak, misses at the rim. And O'Neal rebounds. Guys are gassed, and Patrick Beverly tries to grab Rudy. Kawhi Leonard tries to grab Mike Conley, and they finally call a foul. So who gets the foul? I think, I think they missed the Beverly one. Donovan with some nifty footwork in the paint. At 6-1, you've got to figure out the way to use footwork to surprise people on how you're getting shots. We all know John Stockton used to do it with the wrong-footed layup. 71-61, Jazz trailed by one at the end of one, then went on a burst late in the first quarter on what became a 23-8 run over 
the final six minutes to take control of this game. The seats have banners that say LA Clippers over. Donovan driving, right hand, no good. Offensive rebound favors, out to Ingles. He has an hour to shoot. He decides to bypass because Boyan's wide open for three. Which 40% three-point shooter wants to knock this down? Boyan's got five threes tonight and 20 points. Paul George driving hard at Royce O'Neal draws the foul. I've got a research project I'm going to have to do, Ron. And that would be? When one team takes 10 more threes than the other last year, I wonder how many games they lost. The winning percentage of teams that took 10 more three attempts than their opponent. There, there's some number where the math is so much on your side you don't lose. Or you win at a high rate. Right now the Jazz have taken 36 threes. The Clippers have taken 17. The Jazz have taken 19 more three-point attempts than the Clippers. It's really hard to, to overcome that. It's harder when the Jazz have hit 47% of them. Well, with the looks that they're getting. Jazz that by, just might be the norm for this team. Jazz by 11. And a quick release three by Bogdanovich short on the left side. He was feeling it. He's 7 of 11 tonight, 20 points. Patrick Beverly right side to George. One dribble, takes the three, reach in foul on the Jazz first. <laughs> the new experiences we all have doing these games in the arena. They just turned out the lights. It is now pitch black inside Vivint Arena, other than the big screen, and Ron Boone's light. You're perfectly happy. You didn't even notice they turned out the lights. Yes, I did. I did notice it, but I also noticed that I'm the only one with a light. Who got you that light, Ron? Absolutely. My wife likes Ron more than me. It's all right. Absolutely. And your daughter. 74-63, Jazz by 11. Personal problems later on the show. Six <laughs> minutes left here in the third. Left wing, Kennard. Jazz looked like maybe in a zone. They've not been very good at this so far in camp. Batum, three right side, no good. Rebound by Donovan. Boyan with three boards. Donovan comes up the sideline. Favors sets the pick. Donovan goes away from it. Right hand dribble, wiggles. Finds Favors down low, little lob. Good, oh, what a catch, what a finish. That is Derek Favors at its finest. Alofts it over the top of the defense and scores it down low. Paul George hooks the pass left side to Kennard. Kennard gets to the elbow, cut off by Favors, down low to Zubak, Favors defending. Zubak trying to step through, goes up, misses rebound and Batum. Back out to the Clippers. Two plays right there you can put on a video to show the value of Derek Favors. Donovan knocks this away from Paul George out of bounds. Boy, if preseason is made a fool of many deciding what they think of a team, but the three-game performance from Utah, Ron, has got to get Jazz fans excited. Oh, absolutely. It's got me excited, that, that, that for sure, because, you know, I, I'm one of those guys that, that liked the three-point shot, but I didn't want to fall in love with the three-point shot. But the way the Jazz are using it, you have to like it. Left side, Batum, top to Lou Williams for a wide-open left side three is good. Jazz trying this zone right now. And not sure they're... Dealing with looks. The Clippers are in a zone themselves. And the Clippers have brought back in Cabin Gelly as Favors handoff to Ingles, stolen by Batum. 
Yeah, favorite, uh, Ingles has got to keep going through that screen. Paul George, right-hand floater, no good at the rim. Rebound tapped around, favors rebound off great defense. Jazz by 10. Donovan driving, and, Bever and Lou Williams reaches out to grab him. So Rudy will come back in. We may see another attempt at Favors and Gobert together. It was very short-lived in the first half. Lasted about a minute as the Clippers go small. This is going to be what's difficult about playing these two guys together in the second unit is most teams' second units are really small. And the Clippers right now have Kennard, Williams, George, and Batum with Cabin Gelly on the floor, so Derek Favors is going to have to guard someone and actually Favors goes out and George Niang comes in for the first time. Offensive foul on Donovan. Donovan with eight assists tonight, five of 15 shooting. And of those eight assists by Donovan Mitchell, they have led to 19 points. And you see why Paul George, all defensive team, first, second team, four times in his career. He, indeed. Reggie Jackson comes to the front court, met by Clarkson. Two similar players. One just pretends to be a point guard. Here's Lou Williams driving, sees Gobert, has to fade back, misses. Rebound Ingles, great defense by Rudy, super job by Joe helping on the big man rolling. Left side, Donovan. Ball fakes a three. Gives back to Joe. Rotates to Clarkson. Clarkson with the socks pulled high. Navy blue uniforms, gold shirt. Pass to Rudy. Layup. Good. Not sure what happened. Donovan cut in the lane. Actually almost cut right in front of the pass. Rudy, despite the distraction, caught it and laid it up and in. Lou Williams driving. Dives into Ingles. Offensive foul. It's interesting to me about this game. Ron, I don't know if you're seeing the same thing. The Clippers look noticeably frustrated. Like, it's a preseason game. You shouldn't be all that concerned. And yet, they look disgruntled as a group against the Jazz right now. Well, the Jazz seem to be ahead of them. If, if this team is as talented as you are saying, the Jazz offensively is definitely ahead of them. Ingles, ahead of left wide open. Fires, misses. Rebound comes down to Kennard. Ingles Joe, two for six, one for five from three tonight. Five points coming in the first quarter. Here's Kennard off a pick. It's a moving pick by Cabin Jelly, and it's a foul. Cabin Jelly is a seven-footer drafted by Brooklyn in the first round of the pit of the draft. He played two years at Florida State. He actually played with Jazz two-way player Trent Forrest. He was older, so he was 21 years old by the time he was done with his second year, so he came out in the draft. And the Clippers went and grabbed him for a future first-round pick. They're giving him some run right now. They may have something. Ingles off Gobert. Fakes the pass. Finishes the layup. Cabin Galley's got no shoes, no shirt, no service after that one. Do I stay with Rudy? Do I challenge Joe Ingles? Can I tell you a little secret, Ron, as the threes hit by the Clippers? I, I have to look this back up. You know we all love the Joe Ingles, Derek Favors pick and roll. We talk about it all the time. Yes. I believe that statistically the Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert pick and roll is actually better. Ingles, Gobert, dunk. For all the talk of the Ingles favors pick and roll, the Ingles Gobert pick and roll was statistically better two years ago and last year. You have to show me those numbers. Turnover. Here comes Clarkson pushing up the right side and Kennard stops him. Because, because the narrative by the media, that damn media, Ron, yeah. 
has been so different. <laughs> oh, what a, you missed me, didn't you? Jazz get a fast break. Talking, but Clippers call a timeout. Jazz are having some fun in the preseason. It's 82-69 on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary presented by America First Credit Union on the Zone Sports Network. Harrison tries to fight through that. Now Gobert's out on him. A mid-range fader for George is good. How about another three? Mike Conley from the left side. And the Jazz continue to stretch it out. Bombing from Hollywood. Buck Donovan catches it over his forehead. Kisses it off the window and in. From three in the right corner, Bogdanovich touched the glass to find home. Yep. Jazz playing brilliantly right now. The offensive rating for the Jazz run is a 126. Remember, league average is about a 110, so they are torching the Clippers. George Niang getting his first appearance, flies it out to Clarkson. Left side three is good. Did I mention they are torching the LA Clippers right now? Yes, you did. And you can see why. I mean, if I was one of these guards, I'd get tired of running off screens. Was that the same Rudy Gobert? wing pick that's opening up a three out of timeouts that they've been running? Or they start, sometimes they start with Rudy's pick, and by the time you get a shot off, you know, if it, you, you ran off another, at least three picks. Conley There's comes off one. a Gobert pick, fires an off-the-bounce three, no good. And the rebound comes down to the Clippers. Here's Reggie Jackson, penetrating, in the lane, sees Gobert, fades back, scores in a foul. He hasn't gotten much run tonight. He's a really good player on a not very good team. <laughs> he might have a hard time being a good player on this team. 85-71, Jazz by 14. At the end of one, the Jazz trailed by one. Led by 10 at the half when they closed it on a 23-8 run. And now just kind of keep stretching it out. And largely behind the three-point shot. Jazz have 23 assists, just leading to 62 points. Here's Ingles, excuse me, here's Niang, and that's off a Gobert pick off the ball for a three. Quinn Snyder has found something here. Calvin Gelly for three, no good. Rebound comes to Clarkson. 88-72. Clarkson. Works the left side, comes off a right-hand pick into the lane, ball fake, steps through, underhand scoop oh and a boy. score. <laughs> <laughs> I watch him warm up, and he uses footwork a lot around the basket. I mean, some of those shots is by design because of what they're giving, what his footwork gives him. And he's, if there isn't a shot that he takes that he doesn't think he can make. 90 to 72, Clippers have gone to their bench unit. I'm guessing the main Jazz guys won't play in the fourth tonight. They've been pretty good. Everyone's at 26 minutes, and we head to Portland on the 23rd to play the Blazers. Lou Williams' free throw is good. 109 left. Ron, I'm mesmerized by this play Quinn has put in because what he's doing is he's running Gobert down for pin downs. The Jazz are hitting the pass. The big is staying back to guard the rim. So when Gobert sets the pin down, there's nobody to come out to the shooter. Clarkson, three straight away, no good. Rebound, Kennard. 
90-74. Kennard off a high pick. Nice. Liang defending nicely. Stayed on the left shoulder, didn't he? Because he's left-handed. Kennard's left-handed. Back up to Lou Williams. Williams penetrates, bounces to a rolling cabin galley, and Gobert fouls it. And Rudy wants the challenge. Of course he does. <laughs> Quinn, I think,'s learned his lesson on that one. That's a foul. Well, he blocked the shot first, but then. Ron, we saw this against the Phoenix Suns the other day. If this team's a 40% three-point shooting, kind of, I mean, obviously you go cold sometimes too, but by law of averages, you're every now and then going to get hot. Like, it doesn't take a lot for this team to suddenly hit five of nine or seven of their last 11 like they have right now for Clarkson's miss. And they're up 14, 36 seconds left. Conley and Clarkson, small, small pick and roll. Clarkson to the rim, goes to dunk on Kevin Gelly, and he can't finish it. He went to dunk on the seven-footer. Niang reaching into foul, can't do it. Jackson lays it up and in. Why George would try that foul anyway, I'm not sure. Jazz win the bonus. He never got close enough to the rim to dunk the basket. No, he did try it, though. Conley the controls. Mike Conley has 12 points, three rebounds, four assists tonight. He's calling the Jazz play. They have one guy they want, one-on-one. -on -one. Conley driving. Left-hand floater, no. Rebound comes down to man. And the quarter comes to an end. The Jazz are trying to get Kennard switched on to Conley. Couldn't get it. And the quarter closes with the Jazz leading it 90-78. to on the final preseason game of the year on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz have taken 42 threes tonight. They've taken 18, 19 more than the Clippers have. We like to use offensive rating and defensive rating to tell a story. League average is about a 110-111. Clippers last year had the second best offense in the league at 114. Jazz were at about a 112. So far tonight, the Jazz offensive rating is a 124, and the Clippers is a 108. We head to the fourth quarter. The Jazz bring in Trent Forrest, Mia Oni, to play along with Jordan Clarkson, George Niang, and Derek Favors. The Clippers bring in Terrence Mann, Reggie Jackson, Kennard, Coffey, and Cabin Gelly. So we're seeing the beginning of the bench units. Now the Jazz are 19 of 42 from three. Kennard. Lobs to the rim, short, Oni rebounds. Push ahead to Clarkson. Clarkson waiting for a Gobert, a favors pick, goes away from, gives it to Derek inside. Eight foot push shot, no good. Clarkson follows the rebound up and in. Jordan Clarkson now has 16. Jazz by 14. About to go undefeated in the three game preseason if they hold on. Yang bounce pass out. Coffee attacking, lays it up and in. And Clarkson with a silly reach in foul adds, gives him a chance to add another one. Amir Coffee, shooting guard, about six seven, long, athletic, played it in the Big Ten. Left hander. Golden Gopher makes the free throw. 
92-81, Jazz by 11. Here's Trent Forrest, played at Florida State. Four years, winning his player ever in the Seminoles' history. Well, Quinn said he wanted to give Forrest some playing time tonight. Clarkson comes around on the spoon play of Favors, catches, fouled, throws it up to the basket and hits it. That'll give him a three-point play. Jordan Clarkson has attempted tonight, Ron, 12 three-point shots. And how many twos? 15. Three twos. He's only had three twos tonight. He's made, made five of the 12. And he's got himself 19 points, now 20. Boyan had 20. He took nine threes. Jazz are just bombing from the outside. And hit. Man guarded by Oni, who's really impressed in the preseason. Man gets to the dotted line and scores it. Here's Forrest. Not a good shooter in college. We'll see if he develops here. Favors top of the key. Hands to Niang. George comes off the left-hand dribble. Switches to his right hand. Floats up two. 98-83. Jazz have taken 43 of their 73 shots as threes tonight. Well, I was, Quinn Snyder said, we're going to shoot threes, and he doesn't even mind contested threes. Parents man throws up an air ball, and Clarkson battling with Cabin Gelly. And a foul called on Kevin Gelly. Jazz and KeyBank present the 2021 KeyBank Small Business of the Year Award. Visit utahjazz.com backslash small business for rules to nominate a deserving small business today. KeyBank is the official sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Right side, Harrison for the Jazz. Shaq Harrison assigned as a free agent. He's got a little bandage on that right hand where he's had a fractured hand last few days. Dribbles out of bounds for a turnover. So your Zions bank starters tonight. Conley at 12, Mitchell 15, Gobert 12, Royce 5, and 20 for Boyan. 98-83, Jazz by 15 with 9.50 left. Kennard, working the right side, guarded by Oni, can't get free, terminates. Swings up top to Coffey. Coffey, guarded by Harrison, and a reach-in foul on Harrison. Well, I didn't have to reach there. They had done a, did a great job of on the perimeter, deep ending. There's only like three seconds on the shot clock. Overzealous is a word that has been used in a scouting report about Shaq Harrison before. Interesting. They like his defense, but, but there's a but, huh? Yep. Wow, power just about burst in this building. Turnover by the Clippers. Ball ricochets around and picked up by the Jazz, and the Yang lays it up and in. Well, that was interesting. We just had a power bump in our building. Well, we are in Vivint Arena. I heard that it's plenty of snowing pretty well, good out there. That's good. That'll be fun to get home. 183. Terrence Mann working the right side. Clippers weren't at total full strength tonight without Serge Ibaka, but they weren't like crazy off either. But they're pretty deep. Jazz have been fabulous in preseason. They opened the season against Portland on the 23rd. 
and then play Minnesota here at home. Jazz will be one of three fan teams with fans. Be interesting to watch, Ron. Marcus Morris, they have for a full season. He didn't go tonight. They obviously have Serge Ibaka, so those two big frontline players. But maybe the Clippers don't have it. I suspect they're going to be every bit as good as they were last year. It's kind of hard to, to judge sometimes in, in preseason. Forrest bounce pass to Yang, lob to Derek, layup good. Nice play. Good ball movement by both Forrest and Yang leads to the favors. Lob. Jazz 102-84. Ralph Lawler, the great old Clipper announcer, used to say whoever gets to 100 first wins. Terrence Mann, lob up top to Cabangeli, knocked away by Forrest. Loose ball back to Mann, out to Kennard, the left-hander for three, it's good. Kennard can really shoot and play off of other players. Detroit used him as a point guard a little bit, didn't want to pay him, and so they traded him. Clippers gave up Landry Shamit for him. Here's Niang behind a Favors pick, fires a three and hits. Niang was not in the rotation in the first half. He's made his statement now. George has got 10 points on four of four shooting. Eight minutes left. Man in and out left hand dribble. In the lane, sees Favors, kicks it out to the corner. Coffee back out to Man. Not a lot of shooting on the floor for the Clippers other than Kennard. Coffee will try it and hit. Three from the right. Quinn didn't like that defense. He'll take a timeout. 105-90, Jazz by 15, 7.48 left on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. We begin with breaking news coming out of Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo is signing the Supermax extension with the Bucks. His agent, Northwestern's own Alex Saratsis, told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski oh, that it will, yes, it will be for the full five-year, $228 million, including an opt-out after the fourth year. And here's Giannis himself on Twitter and Instagram saying, this is my home, this is my city, I am blessed to be a part of the Milwaukee Bucks for the next five years. Let's make these years count. The show goes on, let's get it. And a big news, that was the lingering story of the year. It is now solved as Milwaukee gets Giannis Adekumbo to sign the Supermax. All eyes on the NBA now on the Jazz and Rudy Gobert and his extension. Well, I know he was worried or wanted to make sure that he had players around him because he wants to win a championship. Did, did, he, did they do that? Did they put something around him to give them the opportunity? We'll see. Drew Holiday, big move, a lot of bench. I like DJ Augustine. Good bit backup player. See if they can be a little more flexible as they move on their way. Juwan Morgan in the ballgame. Elijah Hughes in the game. So it's Forrest, Oney, Harrison, Hughes, and Morgan for the Jazz. Jazz offense has been amazing tonight. Offensive efficiency rating about 130. Zone defense by the Clippers. Hughes breaks it. It rotates to Harrison. Top to Oni for three, no good. Oni's ability to shoot will be the next step for him. He's proven what he can do in every way as a defender. Rajon Tucker, who's was with the Jazz last year, is now with the Clippers, and he turned it over uncontested. Well, he was going to throw a one-handed pass, 
and then all of a sudden it wasn't there. So you can't go pick it up. Forrest is pretty good with off the bounce passes. Jazz work it around. A Hughes left corner three is good. Well, we know Elijah Hughes is not bashful. And that three, by the way, would be the 22nd three of the game by the Jazz. If this was a regular season game, that would tie a franchise record. Well, you can see it doesn't take much for him to get the shot off, and I think that's what's impressive. Man inside, knocked away by Morgan. Back outside to Coffey. Coffey played at Minnesota, pulls up for mid-ranger and hits. He's had a nice little stretch here. Nine points, three of three shooting. Forrest, pick and roll, works inside. He's not one to shoot it, but he gets it back to Morgan for the three. It's too hard off the handle. Offensive rebound, Harrison. Resets Oni. Top to Harrison. Shaq played at Tulsa. Now he breaks the left-hand dribble into the body of Tucker. Nice handoff to Morgan, misses at the rim. Left sink. Kevin Gelly for three, and he hits. Kevin Gelly played because Serge Ibaka did not tonight. I don't know that he ever gets minutes, but that's a player. Forrest, bounce pass to Cutting Harrison. Scores it. Forrest must have mammoth hands, Ron. Because he... Well, I actually wonder if it's also why he doesn't shoot very well, right? Sometimes your hands can be too big. But if you just watch him, he's, he's got it on such a string, and his, his, he passes with such power off the bounce where he never brings the one-handed, never brings the second hand to him. Harrison gets the basket. His first basket as a member of the Jazz. Won't count because it's preseason. The left-hander misses the free throw basket. Jazz by 13, 110-97. Jazz trailed by one at the half. Went on a 23-8 run late in the second quarter and then blew this one out in the third. And the offense has been great and the threes have been flying. Tucker. Driving, draws the foul. That's what Rajon Tucker does. He can drive to the basket and he can draw fouls. One ten ninety seven. Shaq Harrison checks out. Azubuke not available today. And so into the ballgame, Jarrell Brantley for the first time. Tucker's wearing bright pink shoes tonight. Puts the first one up and in. Ron, who, what's your West? What do I want to hear predictions, Ron Boone? Five minutes left, preseason. Tell me your predictions, Ron. It's too early. That's <laughs> not true, Ron. There's over-under lines everywhere. Okay. You want to know my predictions on the Jazz? I want to know the West is really what I was wanting to know, The Ron. West, man, it, it's... it's it's wide open, I think. All right, I'll give you a break. I'll give you the, the, the lines on over-under and see how you react to that and see where you agree or disagree. Coffee drives and misses. 110 to 97. All right, Ron. Well, I know they got the Jazz within in the top four. Well, it's so tricky because we're only playing 72 games, right? Yes. But I think what, what's going to separate some teams, and the Jazz play 20 of its 37 games in the first half on the road. Yes. So that's so going to be a key. angle right three, no good. 
So the, the lines I'm on right now, the Lakers are at 47.5 wins. The Clippers are second at 46.5 as the Clippers score. Do you have a problem with the Lakers or Clippers being 1-2, Ron? Um, no. I don't have a problem with... The Denver Nuggets are third at 43.5. I have a problem with that. Okay. I don't, I don't, I think they might be in the top six. The Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz are then tied for 4-5 at 42.5. And you don't hear much talk about the Dallas Mavericks. But they they're got, going to be good. They got Luka. But they're also very injured. Only right side three is good. The Jazz hit again from downtown, 116 to 99. That's back three-point field goals there by Unit. And the Jazz have, if this have surpassed the most threes they've ever made in a game. But the key here now is the reason Quinn doesn't mind contested threes. You notice how quick he was able to get that shot off. I mean, it was catch and it's gone. Boyan, you catch and it's gone. Probably the player on the team that takes longer to get his three off is Joe. Absolutely. But and he sped it up greatly. Yeah. 116.99, time out of the floor. Jazz by 17 on the Jazz Radio Network. Well, the preseason has told us anything. It's that the Utah Jazz are going to build off the bubble when they sped up their pace of play and increased their threes. And tonight, the Jazz have made 24 threes and out of 50 attempts, the highest ever before was 22 makes on 55 attempts in the double overtime game against Denver in the bubble. Now, obviously, this will not go in any record books as the Jazz is a preseason game. Speaking of Minnesota rookies, the Clippers going a little deeper into their bag of tricks and go find an interesting prospect out of Minnesota. We've seen coffee already tonight. Daniel Uderu comes in. Uderu is a... Is a Six foot ten, 240 pounder, who from a college standpoint was about as good as you can be at Minnesota. 20 points and 11 rebounds. He checks in. Jazz have Forrest, Hughes, Oni, Brantley, and Morgan on the floor. No Azubuke tonight. Brantley hesitates, left hand dribble, gets in the lane, then scoops it off to Hughes, who lays it up with a left hand, slicing right to left across the lane. Ron, what are your impressions of? of this preseason by the Jazz? Well, I've been very impressed, strictly because the Jazz are getting a lot out of what, how they want to play. Now, just think about some coaches say, well, we want to play this way, we want to do these things, but they're not there yet. So but the, the way the Jazz are playing, they're there right now, and they're getting exactly what they want out of them. Brantley tries a one-hand pass across the lane and stole it. So the Jazz and Dallas were 4-5. By the way, Rajon Tucker just got tripped by the floor. He's going to be on a shack in the pool if he's not careful. He's just sprinting up the floor. He just mm -hmm. fell. And Oni goes the other way for a layup and a foul. All right, so, Ron, we had Lakers won, according to Vague, the odds makers. 
Clippers two, Denver three, Lake Jazz Dallas tied 4-5. Portland is next at six at 40.5. I believe seven is the Golden State Warriors at 38.5 and the Phoenix Suns at 38.5. Are you buying that? No. I don't think the Warriors have enough players, but they got Steph. Pelicans are at 35.5 wins. Remember, we're only playing 72, so the numbers are a little different. And those are the nine teams that really most anyone has competing for Western Conference playoffs. And then there's the Rockets, who are actually off most books at this point. Hughes inside with an underhand scoop and a score. This kid's a scorer, man. He has a variety of shots left and right. And we watched him knock down a corner three. 121-102 as Tucker scores. The Clippers here. Hughes with the triple. One-hand pass to Brantley. Brantley's right side three is good. Brantley has just not made shots in the preseason. Been really working hard on his body. Looks great. Had a great camp. Mid-block right. Uru. Back out to Tucker. Pushes to the corner. Kevin Gelly for another three and he hits. It's a pretty interesting array of skills this kid has. Elijah Hughes, quick three straight down the barrel. Rims out over at Quinn Snyder on the Jazz bench. Jazz bench, socially distanced. Black outfits, black masks. Coaches must leave their masks on at all times. Copy. Working inside. Here's the rookie out of Minnesota. Guarded by the much smaller Oni. Turnaround jumper, air ball. Rebound comes down to Hughes. Here's Hughes, he just plays at his own pace calmly, now drives with the left hand all the way to the rack, switches to his right and draws the foul. Milwaukee, the team in the East run. Or you go back to the bubble team of Miami, of Miami, what's your thoughts? Well, I definitely like Milwaukee. Um, I think Miami took a dive. I mean, I don't think there will be as as good. But I think the New York Knicks are going to win it all. You have <laughs> lost your mind. By the way, Steph Curry tonight, 29 minutes, 29 points. He's pretty good. Coffee three, no good. Rebound tapped around. Oni controls. 37 seconds left. I don't know about the East. I mean, it, it's Philadelphia. Be interesting to see. They're different. James Harden played tonight. He had 20.7 rebounds, 9 assists. I hear he's pretty good. Probably thinking, okay, who needs practice? Yeah, rarely does. Christian Wood had 27 and 10 for Houston. Mm -hmm. They beat San Antonio 128-106. Vassell, the Florida State rookie, had 18. Minnesota finally won a preseason game, 
127 in overtime over Dallas tonight. Luka had 20 in that game. Carl Anthony Towns did as well. Final here, the Utah Jazz 125, the Clippers 105. That was a whitewash. The Utah Jazz just blew out the LA Clippers in this one and the fourth quarter was just kind of a routine requirement to finish it. And the Jazz looked awfully good. So Ron Boone, what's your thoughts? Well, uh, you know, we, we, we've talked about this many, many times. Um, offensively, we definitely like what we're seeing. They've surrounded themselves with some shooters. Um, Quinn has given the green light to not just one, two, or three players shooting the three. Almost everyone on the team, maybe other than Rudy and maybe Derek Favors, will attempt to shoot three-point shots. And so is this going to be the norm? Taking 43-point shots or, or more a game, that's that just might be the case. Let's I think, hope so. I think the Houston Rockets have, have, um, have started a trend as far as shooting threes. Now, defensively, uh, we saw them experiment with the zone tonight. Um, how much of that they'll use, maybe more so when Derek Favors is on the floor uh, than trying to play, um, you know, man-to-man -to, -man to the point where he can't. Uh, defend a, per, a, a perimeter player. Well, Tim Lacombe joins us, as does Jake Scott. And Tim, you can probably explain this better. It's, a, it's kind of an old adage in the league. Defense dictates how much you shoot at the rim, and offense shoots how many dictates how many threes you take. Like, if you want to be a defense and stop people from taking threes, you probably...